Good morning. Welcome back to Education Chronicles. But first things first, this is Feminomics. We are a family lifestyle space. And the predication of this blog is in podcast is really about kids, my kid, your kid, kids, period. So what I want to talk about today is to lunch or not to lunch, right? And homework or no homework. So like in the private school that I have become accustomed to and my child is accustomed to, we have homework every day. We're not inundated with homework, but it's a very fair amount that aligns to the curriculum, the weekly agenda, whether it's spelling, reading comprehension, math, the concepts. I like it. I like the structure. It helps me to be on target with what they're going they're learning and being exposed to in class and then I can see for myself what he's actually experiencing if he's having a hard time with you know addition or subtraction or solving for x or line segments so you know we get our homework done I'm working on time management with him and boom right we have the rest of the evening you know we do a little bit of yoga we laugh we listen to music playground and that's if there's no extracurriculars or you know reading or a project so that that's that's what we do now um i have friends whose kids experience different things in the public school system and then this is not all of Virginia perspective. So I have a friend whose children um, attend a school in Silver Spring, Maryland, and they are getting just massive amounts of homework every night, second grade. And uh, I mean, the math that they're doing, even in the immersion school, that's already translated into Spanish made me feel a little inadequate right I was like you know I could use this as a GRE refresher I mean I was like wait a second this is what they're doing in second grade and then I have a friend whose kids are in school in Virginia a public school in Virginia and the math is not as advanced uh, but they don't get homework at all right? Like the teacher just checks it. And this is a really, really good school district. It's Fairfax County Public Schools. And um, the outputs, right, are the competencies of our kids. So, you know, you have a second grader in a private school in Northern Virginia, you have a second grader in an immersion program in Silver Spring, Maryland, and you have another in Arlington County Public Schools, right? While all three children and all three curriculums have different state standards, different local standards. I know in Virginia, they have the SOLs, the standards of learning. Um, I think it, it might be something comparable in Maryland. I find that all three children's experience, if we are going to, you know, set a general standard that they're all performing at the same academic pace or standard, um, are doing really well. I find that the student that has no homework and, you know, they have 
probably the same amount of extracurriculars as the other children, they have the same temperament, etc., um, is probably the happiest, which would make sense, right, of all of the children. And happiest, I don't have any variables for you here. I'm not a behavioral scientist. I understand it's an ambiguous word. But as far as the stress goes, the child that is in Maryland that's bringing home this very, very rigorous course load with math um, and English and then they have that added layer of it being an immersion program um, with my child who is experiencing um, not as much of a volume right or or kind of the rigor that the other student the both of them though are still very very stressed with the amount of homework that they're getting but for different reasons right I have a spirited child who would probably prefer, you know, not to do the homework at all because his response is, I mean, if I already know how to do this and we did it in class, what's the point of doing it at home? Well, I can't, you know, because I said so this kid. So we get it done, we go over it, and then the argument for the next day is, well, I mean, we'll keep doing it, mom. However, I really think we should be doing something different at home or something like that. So to homework or not to homework, I need the homework. You know, it's not necessarily about my child's happiness in second grade. And I have to qualify that to say, I don't want, I don't want to do projects at home that I don't get to finish at work. I don't. But there are things that we are responsible for completing and homework is a avenue of repetition right like we're going to take something we're going to keep working on it so that we can get good at it and advance to the next topic where you need to learn this particular thing right so once you break that down in the most granular and simple way that you can to a kid they're like bet got you okay I'm gonna do this let's do it so that we can go on to snacks and fun stuff but I and maybe this is like a parenting anxiety for me am struggling with the there's no homework there's there's no guidelines that I have to follow each week you know that low-key helped me to be on my job as a parent right I don't have to hit this particular spelling word these are not my reading comprehension goals and I I need that right like I need to know and I get the information I get the email this is what we're working on these are the books that we recommend reading this is what we did in class but I need something at home so that I can be effective in helping him with wherever he is so for me with all of these all of these variables many have nothing to do with the main topic but hey it's my podcast um I'm a, I'm a two homework. I need the homework. I think it's effective for my son. I think it's effective for me as a parent because I'm his first educator. Uh, I think it's helpful to his father so that we both are able to kind of like split the time and make sure that we're helping him target the things that he's interested in. But I do know that there are parents who, you know, are happy with the no homework. Um, and then there are parents who are are stressed out right with the kids that have so much homework that it's making it really difficult for the child to you know manage the day 
right? Like if you're spending four hours on homework every day when you get home and it was already a really, really intense, you know, curriculum in the day. And then, you you know, we want to teach them about like work-life balance really early because school is work for them. I get it. That That's very, very stressful. And we can't email the teachers every five minutes about everything, though I am guilty of this because I have questions you know, and I, I need answers to those questions because I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a good parent and I care about the efficacy of the curriculum, not just for my child, but other kids. So two homework is it for me. Now to lunch or not to lunch. So I, we are of the packing lunch family and it's, some of it is financial, you know, I'm teaching Chase time management. I actually, and money management, I got this from um, a mom I really respect, right? She gives her kids a certain amount of money to spend every month, or it might be every two weeks, right? For packing their own lunches. So you go to the store and you have, I don't know, 20 bucks to 30 bucks. And you have to do your own budgeting and grocery shopping to make this stretch. So one of her children has, you know, goes over the budget all the time. The other child always has a surplus. They have rollover money. They have figured out that if I eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all week, you know, and I'm using just my tangerines I could really make my money stretch I'm still getting all the nutrition that I need and I could probably use this money for something else if I negotiate accordingly with my parents I really rock hard with that right so take this on to my child who says well I'm already doing chores and I get five dollars for those and you give me the money for lunch And if I add the money for lunch to the money that I have, you know, from chores, I can buy a new game for my Switch. Sir, sir, you're missing, you're missing what I'm trying to teach you here. So after I brought him back to you need to manage your money, you need to buy and pack your lunches every single day. Uh, we, we got into a cadence. We did. We did. He enjoyed coming home and getting creative with his lunches. Then he asked if he could watch Chopped while he was preparing his lunches. It was a cute little moment, right? You know, we have conversations while he's doing it. You know, he will, you know, test me a little bit on, well, I know you said something nutritious, but when I'm looking at the back of, you know, the granola bar, there's a lot of sugar in here. So I'm going to put this in here and I, I don't want you to take it out, mom, because it is nutritious, but this is going to like make me stretch like through the whole day so that I still have money so that I can buy the Nintendo Switch game. So these are, you know, that like circular logic is a thing that I experience quite frequently with my son um that is normally pretty entertaining to me uh but so back to the lunches uh now he has an opportunity to purchase his lunch and he can have you know a lunch account so I tried to take that same money management concept 
did not work, right? So he says, well, if I have $30 in the month for my lunches that you put into the school account already, I don't really see the $30. So I'm not really balancing any money. It's just your money that you said was mine. So I'm not touching the dollars. I'm not touching the cents and I'm not really learning to save anything, mom. I said, true. So do you want to go back to doing it the other way? I could give you the cash, pay for it. He said, no, you can't do that mom because they don't allow the kids to bring cash to school okay let's think this through do you want to bring your lunch or do you want to buy lunch mom I think I want to buy lunch and I think you need to think of another way to help me with my money management since I would much rather not spend the time packing my lunch or you know the excitement about reading the little notes that you write me it's not as cool anymore mom now that I'm in second grade so you know I'm trying to I'm trying to figure this part out I did really enjoy the time that we spent and and the conversation we would have at the end of the week about okay so how were your lunches and where are you on your money and how are you on saving for that Nintendo Switch game um and I'm gonna find a you know a new strategy here on the money management I'm gonna miss taking the time to write him my little you know empowering notes and um or jokes we were going back and forth with jokes um but by and large um I am a two pack lunch but not for like those super mom like I'm better than you Pinterest reasons um that used used to be kind of like motivations not gonna lie but because it's an opportunity to make sure he's actually eating something that's healthy we get to talk about you know what he's eating and what happens at lunch and who eats what uh Sometimes we could talk about like the kids chopped version and we get this like set amount of time to talk about this thing and find a way to make it relate to all of these other things that he's experiencing in the day and then to try to help him with this money management. So I am to lunch. Um, I am probably going to, you know, sneak a few notes in the backpack with healthy snacks. I didn't have a problem with the menu that the school was providing. Um, I even researched the, the vendor, the cafeteria provider. I was looking for like complaints from, you know, any local parents or where they're sourcing the food from. And they're really healthy options. Like you can have hummus and hummus and carrot sticks and mozzarella cheese, salami, uh, cherry tomatoes, the, a turkey sandwich. They even have vegan options. You can get a black bean burrito. I'm like, they, they've come up. Because <laughs> when I was his age, it was like a taco snack. You guys remember the taco snack? Look, you, you going to get the taco snack for lunch? We were late all the time. So I definitely never got the breakfast. I was never eligible for the free lunch or the free breakfast. And that was the food, man. They used to have the eggs in the free lunch. And the kids would come out and I was like, dang, I can smell those fake eggs on your breath. And they smell amazing. But back back to this. So um, hopefully as this podcast blog, like this movement that I am really hoping to start, um as it kind of progresses into something like let's share tips 
if you all have a perspective on this that is not so peer-reviewed and researched into statistics say blah 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 let's let's talk about it um give me some feedback and yeah well that that's famonomics today hopefully we will get other parents in on what will likely be content that's you know developed as I'm on my commute so we can get other folks in maybe I can get some other parents in to talk about this stuff and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day